Today on episode 7, we will be talking to Rob Duffy. He is currently a high school special education teacher and has 13 years of teaching experience at the high school level. Today we'll be talking about some tips for teaching students with a specific learning disability in reading, writing, and math. Rob, one useful teaching strategy I've heard of for reading is a closed reading of a text. Can you talk a little bit about how that works? Sure, I'd love to. So when you have a student that has a learning disability with reading and more specifically with comprehension, one of the things you want to do is to read over a text first, the whole text, and then to go back and to break up the uh, text into chunks so that the students can get a better handling on the comprehension. Uh, when you're doing that, you're also going to go through and highlight any words that they don't know, um, anything that they find important in the text and make notes on. Um, and that way they can get a better handling on their comprehension. Nice. Uh, a second area where these students tend to struggle is also um, with their writing assignments. I would suspect that anything you can do to give them structure, similar to breaking the text into chunks when they're reading, um, would also help them with their writing, right? Oh, absolutely. So, for instance, one of the things that we do uh, when writing, like a five-paragraph essay, for instance, we'll give them a formula to follow where um, it's almost like a bing-bang-bongo kind of deal where we have, like, the bing-bang-bongo being the first, second, and third paragraphs that we're going to be talking about, but we kind of put them into one statement together in the introduction so that when they go through into each of their paragraphs, they're able to pick out which thing they're talking about and then we might give them a graphic organizer where they can go and back up their information, get specific uh, quotes and any other ideas that they have that supports what they're talking about. So you're basically providing them a structure to follow as they write, which helps to keep them on task. And then at the end, they just take their bing, bang, and bongo and put them into a summarizing paragraph, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Nice. Um, at my level in the high school, I know a lot of my students struggle with putting together opinion essays specifically. Do you have any good tips for those? <laughs> I will say this. Uh, kids have a very hard time suspending their judgment on things. In other words, what they'll do is they will um, have an opinion and they will keep to that opinion. And even if they're presented with facts, they still have a hard time suspending their beliefs. So one of the things I like to do is I like to present them with um, different websites um, when we're looking at these difficult topics. Uh, one that I like to go to is uh, proandcon.org where they'll go in and they can see the pros and the cons listed out with specific um, articles that are attached to each pro and con to back up the evidence. Um, and the kids really like that because a lot of times they're presented with things that they don't necessarily would have thought of. And they inevitably will change their minds at times when presented with facts. And so just by giving them some lists of pros and cons, you're sort of directing them to think about both sides of the argument, which is something they wouldn't maybe necessarily do. That is correct. Most of the time they'll um, assume the opinions of those closest to them without necessarily forming their own opinion. I like the use of technology there too. Um, Thanks. So one final area is just to talk about math, which I know is hard for even a lot of general education kids. Um, do you have any suggestions for these students with learning disabilities with math? Um, yes, I do. Um, the first thing that you want to do is you want to make sure that they understand the whole process behind whatever topic you're teaching. So, um, for instance, if you're learning about the Pythagorean theorem and you're learning a squared plus b squared equals c squared, um, do they know how to solve for that formula? Do they understand what the A, B, and C represent? 
And then another thing I'll have them do is when presented with a word problem, we pick apart the word problem, we identify what the problem is even asking, and then they're going forward and trying to solve it based on what they know. A lot of times I'll have them draw a picture. So sometimes when dealing with that formula, again, um, they might be presented with like a word problem where there's a building that is, you know, uh, three, three feet tall and you're standing four feet away. Um, what's the distance between you and the, um, the height of the building? And so what I'll have them do is I'll have them draw a picture so they can actually see what's going on in the problem. And a lot of times when they do that, they'll say, oh, look, that makes a triangle. And they'll be able to actually apply that formula. So just helping them visualize sort of what's in the problem helps to keep them focused on the concrete part of the, the situation with the math problem, basically. Absolutely, because not all kids learn one way. You have to try to differentiate as much as possible. Sounds good. Is there anything else, final thoughts on any of the reading, writing, or math that you have that's helpful with um, these students with learning disabilities? The biggest thing I would say is to make sure that you are patient and differentiate as much as possible. Uh, you want to present information as, as many different ways as possible until you find something that works well for each individual student. Great, that's awesome advice. Thanks for joining us today, Rob. Thank you.